أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا أقسم بهذا البلد وأنت حل بهذا البلد ووالد وما ولد لقد خلقنا الإنسان في كبد أيحسب أن لن يقدر عليه أحد يقول أهلكت مالا لبدا أيحسب أن لم يره أحد ألم نجعل له عينين ولسانا وشفتين وهديناه النجدين فلقتحم العقبة وما أدراك ما العقبة فك رقبة أو إطعام في يوم ذي مسغبة يتيما ذا مقربة أو مسكينا ذا متربة ثم كان من الذين آمنوا وتواصوا بالصبر وتواصوا بالمرحمة أولئك أصحاب الميمنة والذين كفروا بآياتنا هم أصحاب المشأمة عليهم نار مؤصدة صدق الله العظيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to Exploring the Quran A program in which we search and we look for Those gems of the Quran that will strengthen our faith Wisdom that will make, us, make our character stronger And those pearls that will bring us closer to our Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Surah Al-Balad uh, is about the mountainous terrain, the rugged mountains of Makkah. A very apt metaphor, actually, for the smallness of humanity. The Quran uses the metaphor of the mountain many, in many places in a way to show man you think you are great. You think you are invincible. Sadly, and that is not the truth. And the Quran here challenges this really poor and, and the wrong attitude to life that somehow we are invincible, we are almighty and all powerful. And it tries to teach us something uh, about uh, what is the reality of Islam as well? Let me present you the translation of Suratul Balad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I begin with the name of Allah, the kind, the caring. I swear by the city where you live freely and by a father and all his offspring, every human being we created experiences hardship. Does he really think no one has control over him? He boasts, I have spent a huge amount of wealth. Does he really think no one has seen him? Haven't we given him two eyes, a tongue, and two lips? 
We showed him the two steep paths of good and evil. So, Sheikh, it's, it's very hard sometimes to follow Islam because we live in such a materialistic society. So it's quite difficult to navigate our way through life from an Islamic point of view. Are you saying that Islam is difficult or life is difficult? I think maybe we make it difficult. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, this, idea, this notion that um, Islam is difficult, Islam is trying uh, and, and, and really challenging is, is what I think comes next. So let's listen. Life, in fact, uh, you know, I, I've given the heading to the next uh, a few verses. Life is a highway. Okay. Islam is compared to a steep mountain track, okay, uh, which is really difficult to climb. And this is what Allah says here. He hasn't, you know, and I'll, I'll tell you the background to this in a minute, and then perhaps you'll understand it bet better. He hasn't yet set foot on the steep mountain track. What can explain to you the mountain track? It is to free a slave, to feed on a day of severe hunger an orphan, a penniless and distressed person. Only then is he a believer who instructs other, uh, each other to be patient and to be kind. They will be given their book of deeds in the right hand. Now, this is really interesting. Some of the commentators of the Quran say that this was revealed to show the boasting and the bragging of Usaid ibn Khalda, or to condemn the boasting and the bragging of Usaid ibn Khalda. Usaid ibn Khalda was a wrestler, perhaps one of the strongest men of Makkah. Uh, you know, they say that he used to stand on a hide, let's say a, a camel hide, he would stand on it and a team of people on the right and on the left would try to pull it from under his feet. But the hide would tear into pieces, but he wouldn't move. That is how strong Usaid ibn Khalda was. And so here the Quran challenges his strength that don't be boast, boasting and bragging about your strength. Your strength, first of all, it comes from God. Secondly, you're not invincible, uh, and it is not, you know, all and, and, and forever either, okay? So, you know, the Quran actually challenges us from, uh, you know, being boastful uh, and having a wrong attitude of, that leads to arrogance, really. And arrogance is one of the serious uh, moral diseases uh, that then leads to, well, discrimination, injustices, inequalities, uh, and of course, with all those evils in you, you're hardly going to have any friends. You're hardly going to have people, uh, you know, near you if you have that uh, trait of arrogance. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the, the Quran begins by actually uh, condemning that. But it does say something. It says, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدْ You know, human beings have to deal with hardships, okay? Mushakka, with in other words, life is not a, a bed of roses, okay? It is actually challenging. It is something that, uh, you know, you have to cope with hardships. But it does say, you know, it's, it's very much like a sine curve with peaks and troughs, okay? Highs and lows, ease and 
difficulty, you know, فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْأُسْرِ يُسْرَى إِنَّ مَعَ الْأُسْرِ يُسْرَى Every ease is followed by hardship. Hardship is followed by ease. You know, we know that uh, there is a calm after the storm, all right? Those are some of the cliches we use uh, to understand this reality. And, and the Quran doesn't deny that. It says, yes, human beings, uh, you know, have to face those. And then, you know, this idea that... Uh, it's as though he said, this fool Oseda hasn't yet climbed the mountain track. Oh, what is this mountain track? As though the Quran is saying, Islam, belief in God, religion is the Aqaba, is the steep path. Why use that metaphor of steep path to describe Islam? Then it goes on to actually say, well, look, it is, isn't it? Freeing the slave. Now, of course, to free a slave was one of the highest uh, virtue that you could do in the time of Rasulullah to free somebody, to give them freedom, okay? And, and free them from the bondage of cruel and oppressive masters was a, one of the greatest virtues you could do. Um, of course, uh, in modern society, yeah, there is, you know, traffic, human trafficking and slavery of a kind. But I think there is something that is, has always been in human society and is, is everywhere. It's ubiquitous, sadly. And that is uh, oppression. That is injustices. That is discrimination. And th there are downtrodden people. Lots and lots, you know. Uh, and how do you deal with those? How do you, how do you show your care for them? How do you show your brotherhood and sisterhood to those human beings? That is what is mentioned here. This fool hasn't yet climbed the mountain track yet. Um, and, and what is that? Well, that is to stand up for the oppressed the and, and to stand up and speak out against the tyrants, you know, the oppressive uh, people. Uh, so th that's one thing. What else? Oh, it amun fi yomin the masghaba. The masghaba, you know, day of famish, of famine, of poverty. And, and when, you know, people are distressed, they can't even feed themselves. You know, to feed people on, 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 in, in those situations, whether they're your, your relatives or not, everybody. Okay, so, so, so that's one thing. And then, uh, so here the Quran is actually saying, first, these, you know, uh, to walk on Islam, uh, to climb this, uh, um, uh, and to live by this deen is like walking on the mountain track. Now, I, I want to share with you my own experience of climbing mountains. I love climbing mountains. I've actually done Kilimanjaro as well, okay? And, and I'm, I'm, the reason I'm telling you is I hope I, I, I encourage you to do it. I did it in order actually to raise money for a, an orphanage in Niger. But when you climb the mountain, uh, you know, you experience uh, excruciating pain uh, in your knees, in your body, your heart is pumping, uh, you know, you get tired and you ask the question, why am I doing this, eh? But of course, uh, you know, when you, uh, when you begin to see the panoramic view around you, you just, the pain goes away, okay? Uh, and then, uh, you know, you come when it's, you know, you're more flatter 
um, uh, areas and it's enjoyable. Uh, and then, of course, again, you have to climb another steep and it goes on and on and it repeats itself, you know, the ease and the difficulty. And in a way, you know, within a day or two, you experience the whole life's peaks and troughs. And, and it's a really one of the wonderful ways of learning how to cope with the difficulties of life, how to actually learn to become patient. So mountain climbing is something which I really do urge you to do. Uh, we, we climb mountains, Snowden Mountain every year uh, because I, you know, I, I really think it's an amazing exercise uh, in learning the value of patience and of knowing this cycle and understanding the cycle of hardship and ease, the peaks and the troughs of life lows and the highs of life. So, uh, you, know, um, you know, the Quran is in, in, in a way encouraging us. And of course, we know that our ulama and scholars and, and, and the awliya Allah uh, always did this. What the Quran mentions, Musa al-Islam, what did he do? He climbed Mount Sinai, which is 2,200 meters. You ask, Ya Allah, why did he have to come on to this high mountain, okay? Why couldn't he have given him the wahsh down, you know, in, in Sinai? Why did he have to climb Mount Sinai again? And again, Musa, we know Isa is famous in a sermon on the mount. Where did Rasulullah go to receive his first wahy? Mount Hira, isn't it? Yes. So climbing mountains is actually the practice of the Anbiya, of Awliya. And it's, it's, it's an amazing, because it reminds us, you know, life can be tough, okay? But it, it is also beautiful as well. Uh, so that physical experience is really uh, wonderful. And so the, uh, the rugged city of, of, of Mecca is, is, is surrounded by mountains. It is actually a mountainous terrain in itself. Uh, and and uh, so using that as a background to describe the, um, you know, the steep track of Islam, the difficulties of Islam, and challenging nature of this religion. And we know that you know, um, you can never achieve great things easily. You really have to spend a lot of time, energy, uh, and, and, and um, you have to give a great deal to achieve. The higher your goal, the more you have to work. And here, you know, we, we are really reminded that in order to uh, achieve the heights of Islam, you, it, it is, that's what it is. It is really uh, a, a trying. So what do you have to do? You have to stand up against oppression. Justice, you know, this is what it's saying. You have to be just. So justice is first thing. Second is interesting, feeding the poor, the hungry. Okay, something, you know, I think, alhamdulillah, Muslim charities are doing well here in the UK now with opening food banks um, up and down the country. That's really uh, very commendable uh, by, you know, many Muslim charities, what they are doing. My own charity, Muslim Hands, has opened several now and one in my own city of Nottingham. And that has actually created a great deal of positive feelings amongst People, you know, when they see Muslims are feeding, you know, uh, the hungry and the needy, that is really amazing, you know. Uh, and and um, so, uh, you know, it's something that is, is not to be underestimated. You know, we might think that we're in one of the richest countries in the world, perhaps fourth or fifth richest country in the world, and yet 
We still have to have food banks. Uh, but yes, we, you know, we should be ready to do this duty. It is a duty and, and a very important duty. You, you know, you might be surprised that in such a rich country, we would get this opportunity to feed the, the needy. Yes, and, and if we do, we should take it. So that's number two. What's the next uh, quality and trying responsibility? Now, sabr is a patience, steadfastness, bearing difficulties without complaining. Okay. Now, uh, you know, again, we live in a, sometimes in a society that is really good at complaining. Have you heard of professional complainers? You know, there are people who will complain about everything from the bus stop to the bus driver to the bus fare, uh, you know, to the, uh, to the comfort of the seat on the bus, okay? So, so people can, uh, but sober is, you know, bearing the difficulties and not complaining. Uh, and of course, that also ties with the Aqaba, you know, with the, the, this mountainous track. So I hope you can see, you know, uh, one thing I want to show in this program is how coherent, you know, the, the Quran is. And every surah has a very clear theme. The theme here is, you know, that uh, Islam is a trying and a testing religion. Just like mountain climb isn't easy, you know, it, it is trying. Similarly, the deen is, is, is like that. What the wasu be sabro, you know, patience. Okay, uh, a, a recurring theme in the Quran because uh, without patience, uh, you really uh, cannot have a strong character. What's next? Watawasu bil marhama. Person of God uh, is somebody who is of rahma. Rahma actually means to be kind. Kindness is is a, an amazing English word. Uh, you, you know, people don't appreciate that there are actually books on kindness, just on kindness, because it is such an amazing value. And we have deen of Islam is Rahma. Allah is Rahman and Rahim. The Prophet is Rahmatallil Alameen. Rahma is really at the base of our humanity. It very simply means that I feel your pity. I, I, I feel your pain. I feel what you are undergoing, I want to help you, and I'm going to do something as well. I don't want to just pity you. I don't just sympathize, but I actually will do something about it. Otherwise, it will just remain a sympathy. It's not rahma. Rahma is where you say, I'm going to do something. I will do it. And that, is, that then becomes rahma. So here, you know, we have the Aqaba, this mountain track, Islam, is compared to this highway, this mountain track. In it, you have to stand for justice, then you must feed, then you must be bear with patience and finally show that kindness to humanity. And what are these people? Ulaika ashabul maymana, people of the right hand. These are, these are the people of right hand. And walladzina kafaru biayatina, ulaika ashabul mash'ama. But those who deny these, who do not follow these and do not adopt these values. They are the ones who are denying, okay, our orders and our commands, and they are the people of the left hand, okay? And alayhim narum mu'sada, the fire will engulf them. They will be in the vaults of hell. May Allah protect us from that and help us to be those people who are going to be walking on and climbing this highway, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
Oh.